so uh, this episode I'm going to talk about a few things what what happened with the uh, federal election the outcome of that and some interesting thoughts on the state of things and my own personal struggles in terms of um, I, I don't want to get overly dramatic and say you know sense of hopelessness but really trying to cope with that sort of thing. So congratulations Canada, you re-elected a power-hungry, woke twit into office. That's what you wanted. As I said yesterday, what you want, you get. And I have to suck it up and accept the fact that, I was going to say the majority, it's a minority government technically. So basically we're in, after all these Billions of dollars have been spent on an election in the midst of a pandemic for no other reason than to give Justin Trudeau more power. Uh, we're essentially in, in the exact same spot we were in to begin with. So congratulations, Canada, on that, on giving a, uh, a power-hungry communist fool more power. Um, you gave him what he wanted. We got nowhere. I mean, I suppose you, you gave this tool an extra two years in office, technically. So, um, again, we're exactly where we started, except that he gets to try to push his will even further on people. And I guess, I guess that just, it's sad. It's not surprising, but it is sad. It's sad that Canadians care so little for one another that they uh, would allow this to happen, that they would vote somebody into power who, in the name of virtue signaling and the name of wokeness, um, wants to take away people's individual rights, that we care so little for each other that we Think that we have the right to impose our will on one another because they are the selfish one after all not us for wanting to do so as I say disappointing but not surprising uh, I know a lot of people they just clearly what this tells me is so many people have bought into this kind of ridiculous woke culture that I know Justin Trudeau trying to control the media has tried to push on people and people are just too oblivious to see what's going on which is sad because I've maintained that one of the important virtues to hold is a love of humanity and it is, so I get it. I get how now, how people, you know, say we're beyond hope and 
even even the people who say, well, we're cancer on the earth, well, we're cancer on one another. Clearly, we don't have the brain cells required to vote out somebody who is nothing more than uh, a tyrant in the making, someone who cares about nobody but himself, someone who's so arrogant that he thinks what he wants is what the people he represents want. And the only people who do, as far as I can tell, are the ones who haven't got the brains to actually be able to stand up for what they truly want, or, or they've had them twisted. As I said, they're probably just naive and don't see their own values being turned against themselves. They're just so committed to this narrative that conservative bad, liberal good, even though in Canada, the conservatives are friggin' more liberal than, like, in the U.S., uh, than the U.S.'s friggin' Democrats. So, but you bought into it because, again, whatever the U.S. media tells you, a lot of Canadians buy into. So, I don't know, I suppose it must be nice to be able to not have to think, to be able to be Cathy's out there and, and say, yep, I am so ethical, I am such a good person because I jumped the line and skipped ahead of everyone else to get my vaccine using my mom uh, to do so when they were in short supply. That makes me a good person and everybody who decided to hold off and think about it and decide that they wanted to do some something different with their body, with their own body, uh, those are the bad people. They're the unethical people that I should be allowed to control and tell what to do with their body. That's all you've proven. That more people believe that than don't believe that in this country. It's kind of it's sad, really. It's it's sad. Um, sad, but not surprising. And so, it's more or less status quo, I guess, until Trudeau decides he's got some other unethical mandate he's going to attempt to push through. But otherwise, we're in pretty much the same spot. So we've just wasted billions of dollars in the interest of getting virtually nowhere except giving Trudeau a couple extra years to have power. If I'm not mistaken, that'll make him one of the longest standing prime ministers in history. So congratulations to you. Um, history will look back on us as a bunch of buffoons. A country full of idiots. It does feel, leave me feeling a little bit deflated. Um, is is not unpredictable. I, I kind of thought this was definitely a possible outcome. As I say, disappointing from the perspective of I had a little bit of hope that 
we would have enough people to stand up and fight against the tyrannical people who want to force their will onto other people, want to actually stand up for their fellow countrymen and and protect the minorities who haven't been vaccinated, stand up for them, stand up for the ones who have a hard time standing up for themselves, lest they be lumped in with the <laughs> extremists. But uh, that's not the case. People would rather be comfortable. People would rather sit in their car, close their eyes to the fact that there's somebody on the side of the road that needs their help. Just drive on by and say, that's not my problem. Unfortunately, I'm stuck in the car with them. And all the noise I make in the back seat to try to say, you know, that doesn't make you a good person while they're driving past and saying, oh no, that person on the road that I'm not stopping for, they're the selfish person. Um, it takes, it just takes some of the fight out of you when you see that you're fighting a losing cause, you know. I think maybe one of the reasons it's so kind of frustrating right now, because I was trying to figure it out, I was trying to figure out why am I so bummed out? Like, at the last election, I was mildly disappointed because I didn't friggin' vote for Trudeau, but, I mean, you won, whatever, I wasn't this bummed out about it. I think what it is, is that it's that uh, I was thinking of that picture of where there's this carrot dangling just out of your reach. And that's kind of how it's felt for the last couple of years. Like the second we, we think there's hope, it's just out of reach. And then it gets pulled farther and farther away. Or like a, a kid toying with a cat, you know, and you just dangle the thing just out of its reach so it can never get it. And here there was hope for something better for our country that Trudeau himself uh, dangled in front of us. And instead we get more of the same, much more of the same, an extra two years tagged on to more of the same. Of course, when you feel hopeless for anything better, when you feel powerless to change anything, when you feel you're spinning your wheels, it's very frustrating. I suppose there's also the added kick in the pants that it was worse than getting nowhere. Uh, it was very costly, which know most people just they don't care like oh the government has all the money in the world 
but it was very costly just to get us back exactly where we are. And who's going to pay for that? Well, certainly not Trudeau. I mean, he's actually getting rewarded for it. I mean, it might give him an excuse to put in yet another tax, so that'll make him happy, I guess. He tried to have some kind of a hope for humanity. And actually, I saw this video the other day where a, a guy who was very close to the, uh, the 9-11 attacks, and uh, like in, in proximity, but even he said, you know, the, the entire country of America was affected and ha has, you know, um, post-traumatic stress, no matter how close in proximity you were to it. And he was kind of amazed by, not in a good way, of the state of things, how 20 years later, um, you know, essentially all the war on terror was undone. All the progress they made fighting against their enemies was more or less undone, and it's worse still because now we're at one another's throats usually over stupid shit. This was in America. In Canada, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, we've got our own little things separating us, and a lot of Canadians get drawn into the drama of the states and almost think that their problems are our problems, and the second something's a hot-button topic in the States, you see it become one here, and, you know, people switch from being an expert on uh, one little subject to being an expert on the next in record time. So when we see people, when I see people who are convinced that it's okay to treat one another badly as long as you've taken steps to view yourself as a moral superior to them it's just a little disheartening to me and that's essentially what Trudeau represents he represents the the woke crowd who are lecturing down to all the stupid people who dare think for themselves and and who dare to be kind to one another and who dare to not endorse segregation. So from a personal standpoint, I suppose the important question becomes, how do you find hope when it's lost? Because it's a pretty miserable place. I've had times when I've felt that the closest I could uh, find to a definition of what I was feeling was an existential crisis and that's kind of what it is. It's kind of a similar type feeling. Feeling of hopelessness, of purposelessness, of powerlessness, of directionlessness, if that's a word. How do you break from that? I think it is something important to do because you can't accomplish a lot 
when you're in a state of feeling, um, I guess, useless. I think it was actually because I was feeling uh, this way a little bit hopeless and directionless this morning when I hit the gym and it was a cardio day on, on my new uh, dog crap training program and when you lose your way in one area of your life it's easy to lose your way in other areas and to either say oh it's not worth it or I need something new I need to change the routine I'm doing or just because you lose your way and I was sort of feeling this way and I was and I decided to start writing a new training program and it wasn't until I took a walk later and started thinking about it and I was like I shouldn't I shouldn't lose my way I shouldn't give up on my plan just because because of this and I shouldn't allow it rather to to let me change course all of a sudden and lose sight of what I've been working towards. I actually saw a video breaking down uh, Trudeau's recent comments about how he wouldn't have sympathy for people not being able to live their lives, you know, if they didn't get vaccinated. And uh, the, the video was by YouTuber called Young Ripa Fifty Nine, I think, and it was it was actually he made a really good point, which was that this is typical of abusers type behavior or abusive people who do things like, you know, say, "Why are you making me hurt you this way?" This is what he's doing. He's blaming the people that he's hurting, and. It does definitely not sit well when you see uh, someone abusive get not only away with it, but in this case get rewarded for it. I do know, I've said this in the past, the whole idea of knowing what's within your control to change and what isn't. and try not to worry too much about the stuff that's beyond your control and essentially that's true that's more or less what I've got to do at this point I can't get too wrapped up in it I did my part what's done is done and it's unfortunate but uh, it's really outside my control to change at this point in fact times like this I do actually find returning to some stoic ideas to be quite comforting in a way and, and trying to find find meaning again find hope again because there is hope there is hope you just have to see it and I do kind of remember thinking to myself well this does suck and then wondering when this is all said and done, when the next four years are done. I mean, probably the worst case scenario, yes, 
my country will be probably in worse shape and those kinds of things, but where am I going to be? And hopefully I am better than I am today. I would say I'm probably better today than I was a year ago or two years ago or certainly three years ago. That's a combination of physically and intellectually and uh, with regards to my family situation, my incredible wife and our relationship, my kids, my daughter's making me proud in different ways every day as she's off to university and actually my son too. My son's come a long way in the last couple years towards learning what it means to be a young man and I think there's something to that and I think I think my potential over the next four years is really high. It was quite nice to see that YouTube video I was talking about because it's nice sometimes to know that I'm not just crazy. I'm not alone in this. There's others who see what people like that are doing and articulate it probably better than I'm capable of doing. It's nice to feel that there's allies out there it's people like that that can actually give you hope in a way. I've heard people suggesting that in the United States, uh, with, with the divisions getting stronger and stronger, they're either heading towards a civil war at the, or, or at the very least splitting into two separate com uh, countries. I mean, I don't see that on the horizon, but... I don't think Canada's at that point. I think what we need more than to separate ourselves is there is division for sure, but I think that division would be much smaller if people would be would educate themselves and be open-minded and humble and a little bit less quick to demonize anybody for thinking and for saying things that their precious CNN doesn't like. Uh, a little bit less quick on the trigger to think it's us versus them. That is definitely something we're seeing in the United States. It'd be nice if people could slow down a little bit and not feel that we have to be that way. It's not wrong or hateful to have rational, reasonable conversations about things. Uh, one of the things I do firmly believe with all this talk of feeling kind of hopeless in that is, is that I think we as people really feel that we life is most meaningful when we're moving towards an achievable end which I suppose implies knowing what that end is and being confident that it is achievable. 
So maybe that's why it was kind of helpful for me to think along those lines, to think, well, where will I be in four years? Because that is something within my control, something that I can have some sort of dominion over, something that I can tailor to my desires for myself, something I can have hope for. Beyond that, all I can do is really just trust that the malevolent people in the world, Justin Trudeau's of the world, will be held accountable in some way or another. Um, certainly, I'd, I, I hope nothing, you know, violent or anything like that happens to him. I think that's terrible. and. I think that kind of thing, when those sorts of things happen, they, they tend to paint that person as a martyr. So if for no other reason than that, I, I, I don't want that. But I do think that people need to be held accountable, all people. When you lose accountability, that's when you quickly become corrupt. And obviously that's what we're seeing, arrogance and corruption from Trudeau and We've seen seeds of it throughout his time uh, in the position. So, I mean, we've seen him in front of the ethical board multiple times and nothing came of that. Just kind of laughed it off, which kind of tells you it's a bit of a joke, but hopefully, well, honestly, hopefully he doesn't screw things up too badly. Hopefully, he doesn't take us down a road as terrible as the one he himself is painting for us. Uh, hopefully, he smartens up, dials it back. But that's, again, out of my control. So, focus on what we can control and make the most of that. I suppose I'll leave that there for today. I have some other ideas of things I wanted to talk about in the near future, which are more along the lines of diet and training and stuff like that. So I'll catch you next time.